Blog Talk Radio. Talk about you highly 
Yeah. 
holding you down and uh, providing you hopefully uh, a, a nice change up um, distraction <laughs> um, or normalcy, yeah. depending on how you're, you're doing. Normalcy, so. yeah, yeah. We have. Um, well, let me just say thank you guys for tuning in today. We have a great, great show lined up for you. Tons of information for you. Um, a very special guest who happens to be a friend of mine. Um, who is going to share some insight with us around um, his experiences being on the front line with um, the coronavirus and COVID-19. Um, see <clears throat> Truth is going to first say his greetings to everyone in the world, and then we'll hop back in uh, to speak to Dr. Havas. Right, definitely. So I'm um, going to get right to that right now. The universal greetings to everybody checking us out and listening, no matter who you are or how you are doing that. We say good morning, good afternoon, good night, when it's no trip, when it's dias, konnichiwa, salam, namaste, sakpase, sakafet, alafia, perev, good day, nehoma, bonjour, bonsoir, comment va, nangadef, hello, hafa, ahoy, aloha, what it do, what's popping, what's cracking, ni olotimia, no mosca. Uh, Alito Akashke, what the business is, where you at now, Fawubona, Suwabona, and Yo, Le Seru, Suwute, Mujukwe, Bienvenue, Que Paso, Que Pasa, Osia, Osio, Selam, Maabwa, Wagwan, Watmboy, Hey Y'all, Basiba, Mani Jani, and Yong. What's happening? Greetings to everybody checking us out right now across the globe, across the world. Yes, yes, and our guest of all is Syrian. And Haval, did we miss your greeting? Should we add that to our list? Oh, no, no, you guys did a great job. I'm very impressed how fast and <laughs> well you did it, too. Yeah, so if, there's any, if we miss the greeting, you know, in your, in your language, let us know so we can add that and we can say hello to our Syrian brothers and sisters as well. I know, thank you so much. How are you guys doing? How are you You're feeling? Right. Wonderful. Wonderful. We want to thank you for taking the time out to join us today. Um, we know that you've been super busy. You have so much going on, so I really, 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 really appreciate it. Really quickly, um, Haval, introduce yourself briefly, and then we'll, I do have a couple of questions from the Internet for you already. <laughs> but oh, that's great. But a little that's bit about, you know, who you are and, you know, what's, what's happening in your life right now. Like, what is going on? Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me here. And uh you know, my name is uh, Haval Kelly. I'm uh, actually a former Kurdish Syrian refugee, and I, we, my family, like fled to Syria back in the 90s, and we arrived after 9/11 in the United States, right here in Atlanta, in the city of Clarkston. You know, 18 years old, worked myself through high school and college, and you know, washing dishes, and across from Emory University, and went to Morehouse Medical School. You know, first Georgia State University, Morehouse. And then, you know, after Morehouse, I went to internal medicine at Emory. And now, this June, I finished my training in, in cardiology and heart medicine with some focus on preventive cardiology. So right now, awesome. I'm That's still so in my awesome. training, you know. Yeah, we got Emory, we are great yeah. training. So we're right at the front line with what's going on yeah. and facing, you know, the current crisis. What do you see every day, Haval, different from what we may see, something that can give people insight? So I am, my, you know, my training is in cardiology. So as you probably heard, like the people who actually are having the highest complication or are dying from the COVID-19, people who are older or people who have actually heart disease. And some people who get the COVID get mm-hmm. heart disease. So we get called all the time about these patients. So we sometimes getting called about the patient who are pretty sick and 
someone who actually need a cardiologist or a heart doctor to look at them and see what's going on. So, you know, it's, it's an wow. unknown territory. You know, the virus is new to yeah. us. I mean, yes, the coronavirus existed, but this is a different type of it. Uh, you know, it only yeah. started in December in China, and now we're in March. So we're just trying to gather data to figure out what to do with this virus and while dealing with the whole, you know, what's going on with the shortage of, like, masks and protective equipment. So the various front line we are fighting right now. Yeah, and it's a little different that, you know, people have once, I've heard people make the comparison to the uh, COVID-19 being, being very similar to the flu. Can you share with us the difference? So that, that's just something I have to tell everyone, and I've been very actively on social media. This is not the yes, flu. Yes, you have. Follow him if this you This is do not, not the flu. If you do not follow Haval on Facebook, follow him. He gives tons of jewels daily. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm going to say that is like, you know, every disease process is different. So if you just first look at it, the mortality from the flu is 0.1%. The mortality from COVID right now, if you look at Italy, is almost 11%. That means people in Italy who wow. get the COVID infection are 100 times more likely to die from the flu. That's number one. Yeah. And yeah. in America, it's about 3 to 4%, which means we are, if you get the COVID in America, the chance of dying is more like 40, 40 times more than the flu. So when I tell people this is not the flu, I tell people, you don't shut down NBA stadiums and NFL games and you sure all this don't. stuff because we have the flu. <laughs> so it's serious. Right. You know, when, when an yes. NBA player doesn't want to go on a court and play because he doesn't want to get infected, they know what's going on. So the public should follow that, too. Like, again, this is not mm-hmm. the flu. I mean, I tell you, it's a different virus. Yes, we know. One, one more thing. We know the flu, right? It's been going on for a long time. Yeah. We know how to treat the flu. We know the complications. Mm-hmm. We have a vaccine. We don't have none of that for right. the COVID-19, which, you know, but we also learned from the flu is, you know, when people get the flu, they stay at home. They don't go out there shopping. Yeah. They stay at home for three, yeah. four days, you know. So there's a lot of different things, and I'm trying to break it down in very simple terms for mm-hmm. the public to understand. Number one, it's not the flu. Number two, tell everyone you know this is not the flu. So that's a very important aspect because this is something very unknown to the medical field still. We're basing a lot of our practices on the China and South Korea experience, and it's still ongoing. So it hasn't gone away yet for us to study it completely. So while we're actively facing the virus, we're trying to figure out what to do with people who get the virus. Right. That's not the same with the flu. Right. When someone gets the flu, we know it what to so do for different. them. We have a, right, exactly. Yeah, so. We've been there before. So, and then, so can you just share how important is social distancing? I mean, you know, so this is what people say. Like, so when people say, oh, like, you know, I'm, you know, why we have to social distance? The transmission of the flu, for example, is one-to-one. The transmission for the coronavirus, the COVID-19, is almost two-to-three. So that means for every person who meets someone in the group, it can infect up to three to four people. And think about it. If those people go and infect others, over a week we can have almost thousands of people infected from just one person in interaction. So that's why social distancing is important because that breaks the whole pyramid of connection and, you know, an exponential growth. So that's why people are like, and if you're young and healthy, yes, you could say I might not die from it, but there are all the cases showing that in New York and New Jersey, that young people actually make up almost 20, 30% of the cases of mortality. I mean, yeah. there's doctors yeah. who like emergency room doctors in their 30 getting intubated. So 
but also as a young person, you could transmission that to like your grandma, grandpa, people who have disease. Right. And also remember too, I tell people, heart disease is so prevalent in the United States and the world. Some people have heart disease, don't even know it. So the COVID nineteen could be the one it. that so exposed. So you true. might get the infection, that's and you might true. get a really. So that's a very mm-hmm. important aspect too of all of it, mm-hmm. especially in our community. Like you know, I lived in a very poor community. I lived in a minority. A lot of people coming from those minority underserved backgrounds, they don't have good access to health. So they might have already a disease underlining when they get the infection, and they might be hurt the most. So we need to practice mm. social distancing. It's something, the responsibility yeah. of us to ourselves and our elderly too. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I know, you know, we've given instruction about hand washing and social distancing and, you know, hand sanitizer. But I think people also forget how important it is to boost your immune system. Like you may not have any underlying health issues, but if your immune system is compromised, that can be just as detrimental, yeah? Yeah, of course. I mean, people who have, you know, certain diseases like, you know, cancer or, you know, infectious diseases, HIV and AIDS, you know, they are the highest risk because they're immunocompromised. So we know that those patients have, but as a regular person, it's good still to exercise, eat healthy, and because the healthier you are in any disease, the more healthy you are, the more immune or like you boost your immunity, the better it is to fight these, you know, these infections. So it's always mm-hmm. a good thing, especially now. There's been some uh, words floating around, some medicines floating around. People have even overdosed on like chloroquine and a couple of other medications. Um, is it true that they have not yet confirmed that those medications are good to to um, for the for the virus, and that they are still testing? So I gotta give perspective, people. When they use that in China and South Korea, that was the last resort because they had exponential death of people coming out of those cities and countries. So mm-hmm. there's all of these things are theory, and every medication has a side effect. And when you take it as a person, you have to are they the side effect against the benefit? We don't we haven't studied that hydrochloroquine in like you know in people who have the COVID-19. So that requires studies because when a study was a small study of 50, 20 people show the benefit, that could be a due to chance, not due to like you know the benefit of it. So it's all about we have to have large right. studies. And I think in the end, they might, if they use it, it will be as a last resort. But there's other actually drugs mm-hmm. being tested right now. They're more effective. Uh, you know, we're trying to convince the pharmaceutical company to provide it now. So, but, you know, again, I feel like our president or leadership should not be telling people a certain drug if they don't have the medical background or the degree to oh be gosh. able to say right. that. You know, because, right. I mean, you wouldn't tell it's someone really to odd. take something unless you have a skill. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me of because course. people did die from the drug. They did. And they were taking it the wrong way and they were taking too much of it. And it's just something that should definitely be administered by a physician. Um, and you're right. Like I read a meme that said uh, right now it feels like the United States is a third world country with a Gucci belt on. And I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was funny because it's like we have expectations of the way that we operate and the way that we um, administer information and the way that we respond to things like this, right? And what for you as a physician or someone that's dealing with this on a regular basis, what's the disconnect that you see between uh, the people that are giving us information and what it is that you need every day? I think the one thing that I noticed that from this whole crisis, as a country, we need to learn from, from being humble and learn from humility because we always say we're the best in the world, mm. we're the best, might be, 
but we're not looking at what happened, for example, in Singapore, Hong Kong, why, how they contained the virus, why the virus is not prevalent in Africa. Like, we need to learn from these other right. countries how did they contain a virus and treat it so well for us to be able to manage our own problem. I think that's number one. Number two is, you know, as physicians and nurses and healthcare workers, we have to go to work. We sign up for the job because of our obligation that we wanted to serve the patient, you know. And when we go on the front line, we want to be able to go and say, hey, we have everything we need. We could fight the virus. We shouldn't be asking for masks and ventilators and keep arguing oh with the, the government about, you know, like imagine how you could do that. Like you don't want your physician or your nurse to be dealing with all this mess while they're trying to take care of your mom and dad. So as a citizen, it's important to speak up. And yes, while everyone's cheering the healthcare worker from their balcony and sending food, I think everyone should be also calling the senators and congressmen and be like, get my healthcare worker everything they need so my elderly and my family could be taken care of if they get the virus. That's the number one thing I think as a citizen we should do. And I keep telling people, stop calling us heroes because when you're calling us heroes, you think we are invincible and undefeated. We also have families and we have kids. You know, when we go there, we are getting, we get a risk of infection every day. We want to do that, but we want the support of the government that we get everything we need. I think, like for example, they only give 100 billion to like the healthcare industry or the war for this, like you know, from the stimulus. I think the 500 billion should be given to us. So what even like give us an, an, yeah. an open check yeah. day. Whatever you need, take care of people. Because how yeah. much you value a human's life, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, forever. Because you know what we spend, like, you love we spend money on frivolous stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we spend money on, like, wars and, like, weapons and, and yeah. fighting those planes. Well, we're fighting a war right now, and the enemy is invincible to us. And, we, you know, we need to do everything we can to fight it. And I just feel like, for example, hey, my coworkers are amazing. My, you know, my institution, I mean, university is very supportive. It's not the hospital, the healthcare workers have the issue. They're trying to fight on the front line. They're asking for the generals to give them everything they can so they can fight the war. Right. And I think that's something right. that the public needs to understand that. That's why I tell everyone, for every clap or for every meal you send to a healthcare worker, you should make a phone call because this is election year mm. to your congressman and senator right. to push them to, to do the right thing. That's right. All right. I agree with so, um, what, what do you – is there? I know it's 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 hard to say now, but after all of this is calmed down for some time, and going forward, do you have an idea or or, or how things are going to look like as far as the, the the regular issues that will stem from this, from people who are just you know like right now just just not eating right or or issues that they've had before that have become complicated or new issues that they have taken on um, during this time? Because, you know, a lot of people, they they look and they, they go for comfort things, and sometimes those are not the best things to do as far as, like, you know, diet and things like that, which creates, you know, other issues that may not have been there before, like, you know, increases in, in high blood pressure, diabetes, and stuff like that, that when all this is said and done may be increased and new in people who didn't have things like that before. Yeah, and you make a great point. How do we move on after this? I think there's different fronts. One is healthcare. People are thinking to take the health much more serious now, you know, because the virus is showing that if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, you're more risk of having complications. So maybe it's a time Even when everything comes Even morbidity, I read, um, Haval, 
even more even people Sorry. that are uh, overweight. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, it just you know it goes back to our immune immune system. It goes back to our inflammatory processes in our body. All of these make sense, you know. You know, you know that people who exercise and eat well, they have you know better immune system, have less inflammation. All of these things make a big difference in your body. And if you have something like the coronavirus, the COVID nineteen affecting you, you know it does it cause a lot of stress on your body. So I think that's a great point. It's gonna make us look different of as us as human how we treat our body, and maybe we should treat it as a gift from God, you know, from what higher power you believe in, and take care of it better. But I think the most important yeah. thing is going to really change how we practice medicine and how we practice, you know, being human and socially aware of our neighbors and friends. I mean, this one, you know, the virus exposed, like, you know, the fact that government is rushing to give people money so quick is telling us that maybe our social system is not very strong. You know, like why people are not saving money, right. why the government is not doing the right thing from yeah. early on. I think this a lot of things are going to change and people are going to wake up to that. Because the virus, the infection, the pandemic exposed a lot of issues that we have in our system as a whole. What What wow. are some some ba- uh, basic things people can do um, as far as with with the diet, um, in addition to exercise and things like that, and and you know just moving around more often um, that can just help them just just on a basic level. <laughs> Well, I think you guys talk about it all the time, you know, just eating healthy, you know, like, you know, more mm-hmm. vegetables, more fruits, you know, you know, cook your food, you know, like, you know, you know, organic food if you can. But I think, you know, less less, less red meat, maybe more like fish if you can. You know, vegan and mm-hmm. vegetarian diet has been proven to be very good for your body and immune system. So I think just think about it like if anything you take in to stress your body, you should think about it like right now we're in a pandemic. So you want to take everything in your body mm. that prepares you in case you get an infection and you stay strong. For a fight. So, you know, just to, <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, but, you know, like right. I say, like, you know, like avoid fried food. And like you mentioned earlier, like maybe as we start to thinking about I should do everything I can to avoid having high blood pressure and high cholesterol and heart disease. And that's yeah. probably the best yeah. diet to follow right now. And I always tell clients, you know, from the nutrition therapy side, you know, everything you put in your mouth is contributing to something, and you get to decide what it's contributing to, either health and wellness or the demise of that. You know what I mean? So it makes you making a conscious decision on how you're eating and what you're preparing your body for. Yeah, of course. And I think, yeah. like I said, like this pandemic <clears throat> teaching the whole entire world how we look at healthcare and medicine in a different perspective. Yeah. I mean, Think what about it, we are in the 21st century. I mean, we have, mm-hmm. we've been, you know, working on treating cancer and stuff like that. And this virus, not even as an RNA, you know, just destroying the world, economy and systems. You know, people talk about Italy and Spain. Italy and Spain is the first world country. They have a healthcare system that's better than us. People in Italy and Spain live longer than us, actually. They have a state-of-the-art wow. healthcare system. And you see how the system's collapsing. They can't keep up. So what I'm saying is, like, mm. again, goes back to the humility. We shouldn't think of us always being the best thing in the world because when you do that, you're not going to progress. We should think about, okay, we always have That's things right. to work on as a whole, and we should always be on one well, important thing. We should be there for other people, too. I don't know if you heard about the data. You know, a bunch of doctors from Cuba actually now went to Italy to help them with a the crisis. I saw that, time, yeah. mm-hmm. New York City, 54, 54% of the healthcare work on the front line are foreign-born. So I'm saying, like, this mm-hmm. is all from higher power. 
we should be there for mm-hmm. others in need because we never know who we need when we have trouble. That is so true, Laval, mm-hmm. and that is definitely a conversation I would love to circle back with you and talk about after, you know, all this has kind of died down or at least maybe even over. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, so I do have a couple of questions for you from Instagram, sure. from, Joy, from Joy Smith. The first question is, when is it time to seek hospitalization uh, if you feel like you have the virus? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like if you, if you know you're very feeling very sick and this is different and this is not like the cold you had years ago and let's say you check your mm-hmm. fever is very high, it's above like 100, your blood pressure is low. Like, mm-hmm. you know, normal blood pressure is 120 over 80, but if your blood pressure, if you, especially if you have high blood pressure and your blood pressure starts feeling very low, you're feeling dizzy, you're vomiting, you know, having like, you know, if you mm-hmm. have access to checking your oxygen, if your oxygen is like low 90, you know, normal is like 95, you know, 90 to 100, but low 90, less than 90%, you should definitely seek care. And, and you know it, like, you know, we all had the cold or like some kind of flu-like symptoms before. Yeah. And this is, like, really disabling you to the point that you have really high fevers and you're feeling, like, really sick, then you should seek help. And, again, these okay. are vague terms okay. because, of, because we really don't know about, you know, not like you tell someone if you have chest pain and, you, and you know, you're getting worse, that could be a sign of a heart attack. We're still learning so much mm-hmm. about this virus that's presenting differently. I mean, there's people who... Went to the hospital, were positive, felt good, went back home, and they had a complication. So what I'm saying is we're still learning wow. about all the different markers. But I say to people, if you're feeling very sick and you know you're not yourself anymore and you can't do anything at home and your fever is going high, low pressure, low, definitely seek medical attention. Okay. Okay. Um, her second question is, what can you take to ease the dry coughing due to the corona, due to corona? Well, I mean, like, you know, I think, like, regular things, you know, I'll start with, like, you know, you know, the grandma and all the stuff they tell, like, you know, some honey, some hot tea, because the cough is just mm-hmm. a response of irritation of back of your throat and your lungs. So so if your throat's feeling, like, dry, you just have to, you know, honey, you know, all the stuff we do, and, you know, just have cough drops. Um, but we heard about people having sometimes the cough after the infection, which just goes back to the irritation mm. of the lining of the of the throat and yeah. one, but I think just whatever helps you, you know, like I say, hot tea, you know, honey, cough drops, and then you could ask the doctor to give you some prescription for some Teslon pearl and other stuff that a little more stronger mm-hmm. for the cough. Okay. Um, another question from Gita. Her question is: uh, We we're hearing conflicting information regarding masks. Should we wear them in public or not? So that's a very interesting question. Because if you look at China, everyone in China was wearing a mask when they were in public. They I don't know if you know. watched the video. <laughs> they always wear masks, yeah. Well, you know, and also in South Korea, too, they, they well, I yeah. think earlier they were wearing a mask because of pollution, because they have such a high pollution. Yeah. But now it's like, okay. and mm-hmm. I think one thing is, if you're an elderly high risk, I definitely, I tell even my patient, when you leave, gloves and masks will be a good idea, but you should always, doesn't mean okay. you shouldn't wash your hands. So, because... And also, mm. do not touch the glove. That's another thing people do. If you put the glove, oh, I mean, yeah. do not touch the mask. If you put the mask on and you start touching the front of it, you define the aspect of it because what the mask is doing is filtering the virus away from going into your, you know, into your system. So, uh, but, yeah, like I think there's a lot of people making homemade masks. I don't know if people heard about it. The CDC, because we mm. have such a shortage of masks, the CDC made a statement last week saying if healthcare workers run out of masks, they use bandana or a scarf as a last resort. 
So think about that. Like so, so I'm saying like I for me when I leave, if I'm going to a buy groceries and I know there's gonna be places people, there's gonna be a lot of people. It wouldn't be a bad idea to wear a mask or a scarf, and you know wash your mm. hands or touch anything. Mm-hmm. But if you're at home, mm-hmm. I don't think you should. Okay. You know. Right, but out and out and about. Okay. Well, I'm gonna honor um, your time, um, and we're gonna let you go, Haval. But for people that have tuned in and are interested in following you or hearing more about the things you have to say about this, because you post regularly, really great information. How can they? How can they find you? You know, I'm a community physician. I'm here to serve anyone. I get so many messages on Facebook and Twitter. I'm on Facebook at Haval Kelly, like my name, and also on Twitter on Haval Kelly MD. I haven't got into Instagram and all that stuff because I can't keep up with all of that, but I'm trying to keep up with Twitter <laughs> and Facebook. And I'm, the reason why I'm posting so much, I'm posting the same thing I'm telling you today because I feel like I, mm-hmm. I repeat that to my patient. Every patient comes follow with me. I'm like, how's your diet? How's your exercise? Are you taking care of yourself? Mm-hmm. The same thing with the corona. We have to mm-hmm. keep repeating ourselves. Stay at home, you know, wash your hands, and educate everyone you know. That's the most important thing. When you see someone who's posting false information or false facts, you need to call them upon that and be like, that's not true. I read about this in the CDC or somewhere else. This is not a true thing. Please stop doing that. Not only that, but this particular interview, Haval, the link I will send out to you, you can share it with as many people as you want because this was a great interview, tons of great information, and I, too, will share it with people that have questions for me. Instead of repeating, I just send them the link. They can listen to the whole interview over and over again. <laughs> in case of they course, have any and anyone questions. who has a so, question, again, they could always so reach much. out. Mm-hmm. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you guys really, for being really on the front line, too. By. And congratulations. I haven't spoken to you since you got married, and, and now you're a dad. So I just want to say congratulations to you and your wife Thank you and so your much. baby. Thank you. Okay. And you guys stay safe because I know that the both of you are on the front line. So we're sending lots of prayers for you. And um, if no, there's you anything else too. you want to share, feel free to come back. Mm-hmm. Feel free to no, let us know. My pleasure. You guys have a blessed day and be safe. You do the same. You take care. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. No problem. Bye, welcome. <laughs> yeah, there's so much information out there, see, and uh, tons of misinformation as well. And I wanted to honor yeah. his time. Uh, I told him 15 minutes. We went just a little over, but that's the type of person that he is. He's, you know, really grounded, really dope, and um, we didn't get a chance to get into some of the other stuff that he does, like production and all that kind of stuff, which is how we met. Haval invited me to join him in his organization called Hip Hop Heart Health. I'm not sure if it's still um, around, but we did a couple of panels at the AC3. Um, A3, A, did I say that right? What is it, A3C? A3C. Anywho, yeah. we, did a, we did a panel discussion around heart health and about this very thing about being healthy and boosting your immune system and being able to um, aid your body in the fight, you know, because that's really what this is about at the end of the day. So as we talked about, you cannot have underlying immune, I mean, I'm sorry, you cannot have any underlying issues, if you will. But if your immune system is compromised by the way that you're eating or not eating or lack of exercise or you're just not taking care of yourself, that can be just as detrimental to your health in situations like this. So um, we just have to really be mindful and careful, and he's absolutely right. We have to educate each other. I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking about the people online with all the conspiracy theories. They're going to believe what they want to believe. But just people that are <laughs> seeking real information, <laughs> it's crazy. But <clears throat> And don't get me wrong. I got a little dash of conspiracy in myself, but I'm also 
about education. And I, you know, if I, if there's something that comes to me from a legitimate source, I'm all for digging into that rabbit hole. I'm not opposed to that, but don't come to me with some nonsense you saw on the, you know, uh, what is the, the tabloids or what have you? I'm not interested. But at any rate, I think it is our responsibility. Another part of our social responsibility is to educate each other and to call each other out when we're giving information that can absolutely be detrimental, you know, and not for the betterment, um, especially at a time like this. So I really do appreciate Habal joining us. And I look forward to having him back on so we can talk about some other stuff. He's a wealth of information. Yeah, so I know that, right? I know that Como has been doing – uh, live every day he's been coming on talking about what's happening in New York, which is kind of a microcosm for the things that are happening all over the place. And I know you're out there. See, how's it going for you? Um, I mean, it's it's just like everybody else, just, you know, maintaining and just, you know, doing the, the proper things and, and the right things to, you know, stay intact and, you know, using information that I know is correct and also limiting. Like I've, I've limited mm-hmm. a lot of just being online and all that kind of stuff uh, lately within the yeah. past, I'd say like week and a half. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's just, like you said, it's just, it's so much nonsense <laughs> and people just mm-hmm. saying things just to say things, um, which and some to, of it, to I be guess, right. You know, he, yeah, some some it. of it I get. Yeah. People just want to just do something or say something or or just just get things out. So and just, mm-hmm. that's the only way that they can do it, even mm-hmm. though it's it's not the proper information or it's not the, you know the way, like I right. I understand that you just you just want to you know say something do something you know what have you. But then it gets mm-hmm. to a point where it's just like a lot of people who believe. <laughs> like some things that are yeah. coming out and it's like I always ask like okay well what's the source like where where did that come from like what you know like you can't just say because someone put that out or posted this or you know no matter how many retweets or likes or something gets it doesn't mean that it's truth <laughs> right <laughs> it, it doesn't, doesn't you know, make like, it true. You know, so but, yeah yeah so I think what's it, happening it, on an underlying level is people wanting to be in control, having um, yeah, power, you yeah. know, getting their power back, even if it's even if it's that way, you know, that's one of the right. ways that people do that, right. and they are dead set, they are so committed to those stories, no matter what, and they've right. been able to collect evidence, although false, but they've been able able to collect their own evidence to support the belief. So for them, it's like, yes, this is you know, this is true, everybody. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> right. And and then so, another yeah, reason really why I've, I've, I've kind of um, also limited uh, as far as like, you know, just, just sources and things like that and just doing things that are just, just kind of fun and just off the path and just like, like cartoons, mm-hmm. and, you know, things, things like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just to create mm-hmm. uh, an, another world of just, just some, some fun stuff because even, yeah. even the quote unquote reputable, news, you know, uh, sources, like, they have not given anything that's new. So you're getting right. just a lot of re- regurgitation of the same things over and over again. So yeah. what, what help does that? On repeat. That, that, does nobody, mm-hmm. that does nobody any good. 
So it's like, you know, what's, and what's what the point? And what it does is it's creating a lot of angst and anxiety in people, which is, you know, anxiety. It's not uncommon to feel anxious around stuff like this, but for some people it's just they sit and they watch it all day and it just fills them up. Yeah. You know? So you do have to do That's... something a little different than that. Right, so you know, so yeah, so if it's if it's if it's if it's cartoons, if it's music, if it's reading, if it's just you know, um, whatever it is, you know, things like that, just to, to create a different balance um, with with things. So so that's that's been been doing me very well. Well, yes, and speaking of music, we have some for y'all today, and it's going to make you feel better. So you make sure you stay <laughs> locked in with us. <laughs> We got the goodness. Um, you know, we are a platform for all things indie. And if you have any questions or just want to give us a shout out, six four six four seven eight five one two three. Give us a call. We'd love to hear what you're doing in your quarantine and um, what kind of healthy snacks you guys are chomping on out there to keep your immune system. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, all, all of that stuff is now now relevant. Things that you wanted to ignore, push to the side, and like, oh, well, yeah. that doesn't mean. Yeah, now you see how important that is. Changes everything. Now you've seen how it important that everything. is. And, and all the yeah. other things that are being unmasked now, you know, all the different things that people kept trying to push under the rug, you know, with, with the poverty and the mm-hmm. healthcare and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now you see why all that stuff is so important. Now you see why. Yeah. And and now you see the uh, the stimulus, right? And the fight just right. not to give all that money to these corporations. When people are literally yeah. out of work, you know, um, companies or small businesses are having to shut their doors. Even amidst all of that, we still want to bail out um, these companies that are paying very little tax right? and have actually been bailed out before. What happened to that money? But that's a whole different show. That's a different show. We right. need to get someone to come on and talk a little bit about that. <laughs> we do. We do. But in the we interim, do. you guys, but, we definitely, yeah, it's crazy. But you, you can't, you, if, if nobody has any money to buy anything, like what good is a bailout? What good is the bailout? What, what, what are you, Absolutely. What are you doing? Like, you can bail out all these companies all you want, but if nobody has any money and no jobs to buy anything, then it doesn't matter. You, yeah, they're not going to be able to buy your product. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. And some of these, uh, and it's amazing how people are using this as an opportunity as well. Like, um, I don't know if you saw Felicia Booker's um, Instagram post about Spotify. She did a video just saying how they agreed to match dollars and she's like wait a minute Spotify what do you mean match dollars you should be in the forefront of this thing um and she's absolutely right to call them out um because that's that again that's another show too we'll have to have Felicia come on but the amount of independent artists that are on Spotify alone um that get pennies for streaming they bail out the top percent so your the majority of your artists are not getting anything so these are the people that this money should be trickling down to. Not even a trickle. They should be first up, actually. Um, yeah, but yeah, there, there should be no entirely, so. <laughs> right. There, there, there should be no match anything. Like if you are a corporation like that, you need to be just just donating what you're going to donate. Period. No, no match dollars. Period. That's right. Because all, all don't match my dollars. A, Give me the whole check. Right. All that stuff is a write off anyway. It's it's. Savitable. So you're getting a benefit from that. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. 
for sure. But. For sure. Well, y'all, we got a little bit of time left, so we're going to jump into some music. And see, Truth and I will be back to chop it up just a little while. In the meantime, enjoy, enjoy, and dance. Don't forget to dance. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go.
some bad people like I should have saw she was see-through or he was evil like I wasted my good experience with these people like Guess it was meant to be, you was teaching me life So only half that memory's worthwhile We had beef, but at least there's a birth of a child Cool and flippant, reminiscing bad times With good people's terrific, beautifully different Cause we still kick it You said we can't be intimate You said we can't go there If this thing is going nowhere It's so weird, now it's cold I thought I had control, thought I took your soul Nah, I took your mind and grave my name You told me that my mind is your favorite place to hang 10,000 hours turned to 10,000 bridal flowers What was mine is ours How many Soulmates we get in this lifetime Right now's the right time You the wife kind It's such a whole life trying to find All of us good as the time we had We had Every person that comes in your life Here for all of my time So be fair Be
yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I never would hit you up if I'm not sure about it. Oh, yeah, though. I'm not sure I got it. And that's true. I think you. Look. You see, my love is a gamble with no snake eyes. That means you win. Either way, look up in my eyes. I got you. I got you. I know you're used to putting wall up to some fake ballers. But I'm trying to tell you, yeah, I'm not like them. Baby, boo. Can't you tell I'm on For you, cry for you, die for you. In that order, yeah. In that order, I promise to love you. I promise to love you. I love for you, cry for you, die for you. In that order, yeah. In that order, I promise to love you.
You know, we spend a whole lot of time thinking we living when we dead inside. Telling people what we see, telling people what we heard, but they're just lies because we're all deaf and we so, so blind. So in honor of the truth, I'll tell it, tell the people, tell them I'm a guest. It, no one wants to hear it, but I guess it's best that we go near it. It's seeming to be very, very necessary. I mean it, and I'm on one. So come a little closer, yes, I'm on sun. Holding with all my mind, and I promise I ain't letting go till I get what I ain't got. No more, we need a peace of mind. Yeah, I lost it, and I'm looking for it. I feel like I got nowhere to go. My days get dark and my nights get cold That's when I need you I know I'm running low So if you got that peace, if you got that love Then I need it in my When the truth is, it's busting out the seams. We call ourselves doing it. We call ourselves chasing dreams. It's crazy, cause we all know in our hearts, it's never really what it seems. So instead of fronting them all, let's go back. Start from the beginning, let's be on. Listen, tell what's happening, see we ain't on. That is sad, cause we've been front so long. Now we don't even know how to start on being real, but I got you my head hurt in my back through two and some times I don't know what I'm gonna do I worry you worry it's natural to worry cause life gets ugly and it ain't always hurting I feel like I got nowhere to go my days get dark and my nights get cold that's when I need you I know I'm running low so if you got that peace if you got that
about it, what's up? Got some shit about it, what's up? You mad about it, can't be mad at me You know the problem is you seeming too invested in it You getting hung up, what's up? Why you questioning it? You looking like the talking turn and you on Way I'm fucking you up like do the bed I'm up on my everything that you heard from anybody Fire pit, you keep dancing around me So the dick put a copyright on it You lost without it, I don't doubt it I've been on my hot shit lately Can't be mad at me You've been on some fuck shit lately Can't stop the dance Yeah, so if you're thinking there's a problem We could settle it Say so you don't get it, but too dead You just can't get with it I've been on my hot shit lately
Absolutely, absolutely. It is Indie Review Radio. We here, and um, let me bring in Ray. Yep, right. here Wait. I am. Here I am. I'm back. So, yes, you guys, thank you so much for for tuning in with us today, um, and partaking in such valuable information from Dr. Haval. And um, as I was saying to him, the link will be available. Um, so. Feel free to listen to that, if, you know, glean whatever you need to from that, pull from whatever you need to from that. Um, it's really valuable information, especially in a time like this. Um, but at any rate, so we're at the end of another show, and for those of you that have uh, joined us for the first time, this is the time of the show where we share with you our daily slice. And today, and the daily slice is a small slither of life cake that we share with you that you can share, uh, that you can reflect on for like the day or the week or the month or, or however you want to do it. And today's daily slice is around anxiety. Um, and so as C. Truth and I were speaking about earlier, saying that it's not uncommon to feel that around this time. So we want to make sure that we have some tools and mechanisms that are available to us that will assist us. We will talk more about that in upcoming shows. So make sure that you tune in and bring a friend. But today's daily slice is this. I will breathe. I will think of solutions. I will, net, I will not let my worry control me. I will not, not let stress level break me. I will simply breathe, and I will be okay because I don't quit. Um, and that is our daily slice for the day. So, yes, we are not quitters. Um, this is a really strenuous time for people. Just make sure that you stay educated, that you do, you know, take the necessary precautions, um, and stay in the house. If you don't have to go out, don't. <laughs> the people in can be, you know, for those of us that are like, oh, people in, yeah, it could be a lot. Well, it's really a lot now, so be mindful. Um, and that's our daily slice for today. See, Truth, do you have any parting words? Uh, no, I think you summed it up best. And uh, I just want to thank again our guest, uh, Dr. Haval, who gave some great information in regards to what's going on with this uh, current health crisis. So um, definitely uh, yeah. take heed to all of that and, you know, uh, stay healthy, stay safe, and um, mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. That's it. You guys, make sure that you join us next week. We'll be here same time, same place. Bring a friend along. Um, we might even try to open up the chat room next week. See, We'll see if we can configure that again because it's been a little weird. But in the interim, you guys, be safe out there. See truth and an Irison and you lots of love and light. And until we meet again, peace. Yeah. Yeah, love. Brown sugar. About to set it light. Yeah, yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah, y'all. Just my mic so I can touch it up right quick. Show me how Brooklyn do, you know what I mean? 
Listen, yo, let's start it up. Let's get it flowing. Let's make a move. Make a move. Let's get it going. I know it's feeling like everything you want, don't it? And you've been waiting your whole life for one moment. Well, baby, here it is. You better step to it. I know you're ready, right? Then, baby, let's do it. Let's move your neck to it. Put your arms and legs next to it. Then put whatever else is left to it. See, you're all in. Now you about to rock them. Got your focus, man. Now they got a problem. Who you talking to? Some right there. The man in the mirror. I see him quite clear. Do your thing, Cap. Work it out, dog. Open up their minds. Be about yours. Silence everyone who ever tried to doubt yours. Get your mind right. Keep your sound raw. Have me bass, man. Make it bounce more. Make them feel it from the ceiling to the ground floor. How it sound, y'all. I know it's crazy, right? I know it's crazy tight. Don't ever take me light. It's Cap love, y'all. And that's what's up, y'all. I beat game. I know exactly what you want, y'all. I make it jump, y'all. To put them up. Brown sugar Brooklyn is about to jump off. You got to give it to me. You need to give it to me. You better give it to me. Give it to me. Brown sugar, leave the ground sugar. Got the world sweating like beans without cook up. You know you really wanna give it to me. You better give it to me. You got to give it to me. Give it brown sugar. Lick your lips to it. Work your hips to it. A steady rocking like this. Like one, two, three into the four. The brother Cavi Cav is here to let him know. This for my hustlers, this for my scramblers, for my sexy mommy, sexy mommy, for everybody, everybody, any party, and watch them rock to it, bounce and pop to it. This here's hot music, Duke, I'm not losing. You need to stop fooling. I know the game very well, boy, I'm not stupid. Sharp and smart moving, applying a heart to it. Team here to get the ghetto blocks moving, and after rocking them, the portion backyards moving. Keep it cracking, cause I love the way that y'all do it. You got to give it to me, you need to give it to me, you better give it to me, give it to me. Sugar, leave the ground shook up. Observe the way how we make it sound. Put up like you got the hit to me. You need the hit to me. You got the hit to me. It's ground shook up. Lick your lips to it. Work your hips to it. Instead of rocking like this, like Damn, baby. Damn, baby. Thank you. 